Okay, welcome. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This is a time of year that we stop to remember to give thanks for all the, the blessings that we have. And we all have many blessings. Amen? <laughs> and uh, the song that we're going to do, it says, To God be the glory, great things he has done. And he has done great things in our lives. And because of it, we have that blessing. So I'm going to ask you to stand. It's on page 36 in your hymnal, if you want to follow in the hymnal. Okay, hymn, or then give us intro. To God be the glory, great things he hath done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son. To reveal his life and atonement for sin. And open the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his Thanksgiving Sunday, or Thanksgiving weekend. It's wonderful. Um, yesterday, 
uh, a, a number of folks from this church went to Wren Collective. Who was there that was here today? Friday? Oh, sorry, Friday, yeah. Not yesterday. <laughs> Somebody said to me yesterday, so I thought it was yesterday. Anyway, it was wonderful. I know there was a little bit loud for some folks, but that's the style of the, uh, the band. But what impressed me most was that it wasn't just playing music. There was a message right in the middle of it. And the fellow that shared the message shared the story of the prodigal son and gave an invitation to meet the Lord, to make a commitment to Christ. And, uh, of course, today everybody's got cell phones, so he says, just turn the light on on your cell phone. If you prayed the prayer with me and committed your life to the Lord today, and there were lights that went on uh, around us. The, the lady that was right next to me in the, in the seat uh, turned her flashlight on, and, and it was just quite a rejoicing between her and the girlfriend that, that she was with. And they shared with us that in their tour across Canada, they had had over 300 commitments via their concerts. Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, it's wonderful. It is Thanksgiving. We can be thankful for these hearts that the Lord uh, is now indwelling. And uh, it is Thanksgiving, and, and I don't know about you, but with all of this good stuff with the Lord, there's also the good stuff that we eat, right? Uh, you know, when we go back into the Old Testament, we find that God created feasts. It was a time of feasting among the nations. During these celebrations, they ate together because that brought people together. It was, it was communing with one another, communicating with other, one another. It was sharing not only food, it was sharing their lives with one another. And really, that's what Thanksgiving is about. It's about sharing our lives with one another. And so we want to do that this weekend. Um, if, I don't know if there's anybody visiting here this morning, but if you're here visiting, I want to welcome you to our service this morning. Uh, we are a little bit less empty uh, this morning, but that's all right. There's lots of people who are going to visit other families and other places. And uh, it, it's great to share that. Um, this morning, I want to just share uh, a, a little message that uh, Eileen Allenbrent uh, left, and that was thank you. Thank you for all the cards. Thank you for your prayers, for the food that was brought uh, to the service, and for the donations that came in uh, for the Bibles that uh, they want to uh, be able to distribute. So thank you for that. I do want to mention this morning that John Antonidas passed away. Uh, he has been laid up for a long time, it's my understanding. And uh, on, that was on Monday, on Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. That's uh, on October 15th. On Tuesday at 2 o'clock, the service will be here. And uh, there is a viewing, and that viewing will be I'm not sure. It's, it's at the funeral home. Providence? Does that sound right? Okay. So there'll be a viewing, and that viewing, I think, is at 10 o'clock in the morning. 
So if you'd like to uh, go to that, uh, you've been invited to go to that. Um, there is going to be some people, they, they've, uh, we're asking that if there's uh, some fruit or squares or, or things like that that uh, you want to bring to the church for uh, the luncheon following the service on Tuesday. Um, originally, I thought I was going to be here in the morning on, on Monday, but I'm not. Uh, I'll be here maybe a little later in the afternoon. And if you want to bring some things by, you can bring them by. Uh, you'll have to ring the doorbell, though, if, because somebody else might not be here. Uh, it is Monday, the holiday. <laughs> uh, I will be preparing uh, for, for this. So uh, if I'm not here, you'll have, just have to bring it here Tuesday morning. And I think, Ruth, you can look after that Tuesday morning, right? Wonderful. Um, do we have a message for Trunk or Treat? treat can you hear me okay um, I hope that everybody in here is planning on signing up for trunk or treat October 31 it is a great outreach for our community to show light in in our world so what we're looking for is people to decorate cars bring candy uh, we have had Linda working tirelessly to have all kinds of hot dogs and buns donated. So there'll be a hot dog dinner here. And we hope that not only all of you will come, but you will bring um, others in our community. Sign up is just outside. Thank you, Sherry. Yes. Uh, all kinds of activities uh, that are coming up. We are here this morning to, to praise the Lord. I'm here this morning too. <laughs> we do want to praise the Lord this morning. We want to thank God for all kinds of things. So Chronicles chapter 16 verses 8 and 9 says this. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell of all his wonderful acts. Tell of all of his runs. I like this part. Make known among the nations what he has done. That really uh, shares the thankfulness in our hearts, right? When we can say, here's what the Lord has done for me. It speaks loudly. And uh, this morning, we just want to appreciate God. So I'm going to invite the worship team. Sure. Father, we thank you 
We thank you that you touch our lives, each one of us, in a very powerful, powerful way. We thank you that you have come into our lives, that we have the hope of all eternity ahead of us. Uh, we thank you for, for all of the opportunities that you lay before us here while we're still here. And uh, Father, may that be shown through our hearts as we worship with you this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, when we go through uh, trials and temptations and things are going rough, a real good thing to do is to count your blessings. And it'd be amazing to see what God has done in our lives. Okay, let's stand and sing uh, Count Your Blessings on page 771. Those that want to look and follow. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the crossing heavy you are called to bear? Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly. And you will be singing as the days go by. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings. Look at others with their lands and gold. Think that Christ has promised you his wealth untold. Count your many blessings money cannot buy. Your reward in heaven or your home on high. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Too many blessings, see what God has done. You amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged, God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Some real good advice, isn't it? Help us get us through those tough days. Next song we sing is a, a beautiful chorus. It's called Give Thanks with a grateful heart. And that's what we need to do, is give thanks to God for all that he's done.
chapter 33 verse 11 says give thanks to the Lord for the Lord is good his love endures forever give thanks to the Lord I'm just going to grab a mic if I could because today we are recognizing what God has done in our lives and I want to give an opportunity for, for anyone who wants to share something that they're thankful for this morning I'm just going to ask you to pass it around to whoever wants to share a Thanksgiving praise this morning. I don't know how many of you remember in June when I was telling some about my nephew that had a brain aneurysm. He was flown out to Vancouver and he was in the hospital. He didn't know, well he knew people but he couldn't talk, he couldn't walk or anything like that. And last night I got an email from my sister. She says, Thanksgiving. She says, I am thankful my son is coming home this week. Amen. He can walk, he can talk, he knows everybody, and Hallelujah. he's just about back to normal. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I am so thankful for the forgiveness of my sins. Amen. Amen. That's more important than anything, isn't it? It's without that, there's no future. I'm so thankful for my church family. Like when people come to me and say, Eileen, how are you doing? And I said, because you people are praying, that's how I'm doing and why I'm doing so well. Thank you for your Amen. prayer. Amen. Thank you. thankful for my grandparents uh you're she them <laughs> are letting us um me and my brother we have a bunch of systems and stuff and they put up with us and uh yeah i'm thankful for them amen
I just want to give thanks for God's word. Every time I falter and I trip, God's word lifts me up. Amen. And I'm just reading a piece from Colossians here. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, yes. since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. We can thank God for that, too. <laughs> I would like to thank the Lord for strength. I woke up this morning, and um, all I wanted to do was crawl back into bed. I just felt very totally weak in my body and sickly. And so I just prayed, and I said, Lord, I said, I really want to go to church this morning. And I said, your word says to be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. I said, I need you to give me strength so I can drive Wesley and Mildred to church. And mm. I can be here myself. And God did. Amen. And I'm here. And I praise the Lord that Hallelujah. Wesley and Mildred are here. And I just thank God for the church family. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I have a, a short thing to say. You got the mic. Everybody has a, a cell phone story. And uh, about a week ago, uh, one of my workers put my cell phone on the truck hood right beside me and said, Andrew, here's your phone. And I was doing something else, and I forgot about it. And he drove off, and the phone disappeared. Now, you know, this is a pretty big problem. Um, my phone's not locked. Um, anybody could find that phone and cause me grief. But I've had very good success in asking the Lord to help me find things over the years. I, when I've lost something, I go to prayer, and uh, it, the Lord just brings it to my attention where it is. Mm. So this is a half an hour has passed now, and I, I discover it's missing, and I go back about 10 kilometers. I watch all the way back. And when I get to the very first place I can get to, where it was closest to where this incident happened, I get out of my truck and I look, and there's my cell phone on the road. <laughs> now, it's been run over a few times, <laughs> but it still was on. <laughs> and I just went to the uh, Telus place, and they gave me another phone, and they were able to download all the information. It was still able to transfer the information from one phone to the other. And, you know, I just thank the Lord for his goodness. Even Amen. the little things in our lives, he's very, very concerned about. Yes. Never be afraid to bring something small, medium, big, or large before the Lord. He Amen. is able. That's right. He is able. He is able. Amen. I just want to praise the Lord this morning because our little Greg has been in intensive care since Monday. And uh, he is doing better every single day. Uh, they found a difficulty in there they've never seen before. And for whatever reason, God's just 
seen to look after that as well and uh, remove it. And so uh, he probably has another three, four days in ICU, but he's doing way, way better as of yesterday. So praise God. He's just always looking after every little thing Amen. with that little man. Amen. Amen. I'd like to praise God for this lovely lady beside me. Uh, God has uh, brought us through a lot in the last several months. And thank you for all your prayers because we knew, knew that people were praying because mm -hmm. we couldn't have got through a lot of the uh, hassles and uh, waitings and the doctors and the oncologists and all the rest of it. But God has been so faithful. And uh, I just want to thank him from all my Amen. heart. Amen. Yeah. Yes, I just want to thank the Lord also for the healing he's done in me. Amen. Thank you. I'm thankful this morning for the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be in church. <laughs> uh, some of you that know my testimony, you know that at, uh, at the age of 16 when I left home uh, and turned my back on God and ran the opposite direction as hard as I could, I made a vow that I would never set foot in another church as long as I lived. And the fact that I'm even here today is uh, no doubt his power Amen. and his uh, ability to get through to anybody. Amen. And I'm thankful Amen. for that. Amen. 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 We're going to do things a little different. I'm just going to ask for three or four people to lead out in prayer, and then I'm going to close. So if you would, if you were, would like to pray... Uh, maybe just raise your hand and we'll have the mic brought over to you. Just three or four prayers. It doesn't have to be long. Um, and then I'll, I'll close in prayer. Father, this morning we come on this Thanksgiving weekend, but Lord... As children of yours, mm -hmm. I trust that we are thankful every day of the year. And Lord, like many others, I say thank you this morning because, Lord, this is the first time that I've been able to be here on a Sunday for quite some time. Mm, thank you, Jesus. And Lord, as we were driving down the hill this morning, I just took the time, Lord, to pray and say, Lord... It's not about us. It's about you. Yes, yes. And as we come on a Sunday morning, Lord, we're all guilty so many times of looking and observing and seeing what someone is going to say to us. And we're looking to be ministered to. But Lord, this morning, you just reminded me to pray and say, Lord, on this Thanksgiving Sunday, we are a hurting congregation. We are a congregation that, as we have heard here, just some of the testimonies. Lord, we have gone through a lot and are going through a lot. Mm -hmm. But Lord, may we today be instruments that your Holy Spirit can and will work through. Yes. To touch others. Yes. To encourage one another. To cheer one another on. Amen. And to know, Lord Jesus that you who has begun a good work in us,
You are and you will be faithful to complete it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In Jesus' yes. name we Thank pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Morning for you. Uh, tremendous love that you have for each one of us. Lord, it's hard to uh, sometimes get the concept to grasp how deep and wide that your love is for, you, for each one of us. And Lord, that's what I'm so thankful for this morning. Mm -hmm. That while I was a still sinner, you loved me. Praise your name. Mm. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Father, we come this morning. We come, Lord, this morning to meet with you. You are our God. You are our Lord. You are our Savior. As has been mentioned this morning, Father, if it were not for you reaching out your hand, and extending it to us, none of us would be here. It is you that has taken an interest in our lives that has brought us to this place where we can even be grateful to you. And we are, Father, we are thankful and grateful that you chose us in Christ Jesus. You opened the doorway for an eternal life, an eternal relationship with you. And what a blessing that is. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you for this act of grace which you have bestowed upon us in and through our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you surround us with. You surrounded us with wonderful people who have been able to bring all kinds of richness into our lives to teach us, to nurture us, to grow us, to show us better ways. You've blessed us, Father, with all kinds of material possessions that bring comfort to life. You've opened up a door for us to allow your light to shine into other people's lives because of your blessings. We thank you and we praise you, Father. We thank you for life itself. And I'm thinking of, of uh, some of the folks who have just passed away and, and you, you've brought them into our lives and they've served a purpose for your glory. And Father, today we also recognize that as though, even though they have passed away, passed on into eternity with you, we are left here. And I want to pray and, and just ask that you would be with Joan and, and, and the family uh, in their time of grief right now. I, I pray, Father, for Eileen as well and her family. 
Father, for the family of Margaret. All of these <clears throat> going through a difficult time through this Thanksgiving period. But Lord, may they come with, with a heart of thanksgiving for the very fact that you have shared the lives of these folks with us for all these years. Father, this morning we just got news. Uh, uh, Marvin, who is uh, a relative of uh, one of our parishioners, who's been in, uh, in a kayak accident, Father, uh, undergone surgery this morning. Now, we lay this man into your hands. And, and, Father, you have given the doctors the skill that they need. And we ask, Father, that, uh, that though they have given all that they can, the rest is up to you. And, and so we just lift this man to you. Father, we lift other people uh, throughout our congregation who have struggles. And, and yet, you know, we can, we can be, be, be uh, thankful for everything that we have. I, I believe, Lord, that no matter what we go through in life, there is a lesson for us. You have something to teach us. You have something to show us. And we have something to be thankful for. And so we just commit whatever we go through to you for your glory and your praise. We ask, Lord, that you would take us through it and that at the end your glory would be given. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for all the things that you have given us. May our hearts just extend to you this morning in continued worship, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I can't help thinking uh, what a wonderful day it is to celebrate the Lord and what he's given to us in salvation and uh, a place for us with him in heaven. Please stand. Water you turned into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. None like you. Out of the ashes we rise, there's no one like you, none like you. Our God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power.
Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome and power. Our God, our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And what could stand against? Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome in power, our God, our God. If I to the Lord, our God and King, his love endures forever. For he is good, he is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, his love endures forever. For the life that's been reborn, His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise. Forever God is faithful.
kids up here. Soyan, hi. Gian, come sit here. Thanksgiving, a time to think about giving thanks to God. And as I was sitting behind um, near the back row, listening to all this beautiful music and listening to the prayers going up to God. Gian, I want to say you blessed me so much to see this little girl, and you all missed it, I'm sure. But she was just, I know, and she was just like hugging into her dad and raising her, 
her hands to the music and worshiping our father. And, um, and I was thinking of what a beautiful picture that is of how we need to be to Jesus, just leaning in and praising him. Um, my mom, when I was having a bad dream at Korea, I was feeling bad. You were feeling bad? And you know what, Soyan? I'm glad you said that because that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Thanksgiving, like I feel like I have so much to be grateful for. I live in a beautiful place and as I was driving here today and looking at the lake, I was thinking, this is so beautiful. Thank you, God, for all you have done and all that you give us. And then as I hear some of the stories about people going through harder times, and Soyan, what you just said, sometimes things are hard, right? So when that happens... I every time. You what? Everyone hurts my feelings. Soyan, that's kind of what I want to talk to you about. Now, it's Thanksgiving, and so there's things that we give thanks to God for. But what about if somebody hurts our feelings or makes us sad? Or like Mrs. Lynn, we end up in the hospital or there's a kayak accident or somebody in our family dies. So Soyan, I'm wondering when something happens that we don't think we like is that a time to give thanks to God? What do we do about that? Do we, do we just thank him when things are really good? What do you think? What do you think? Can we thank him for hurt feelings? The Bible here says in Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray continually. Oh, listen to this. Give thanks in all circumstances. What? All? Does it say all circumstances except when our feelings are hurt? No. You're right. It says in all circumstances, for this is God's will. So Soyan, Soyan, I hear, I hear that sometimes we get hurt and sometimes things are hard. You know what? This morning, I thought for Thanksgiving, I was going to have a garden full of beautiful flowers that I was going to bring in and have this lovely bouquet for my Thanksgiving table. And you know what happened? It froze outside. <gasps> and all the flowers died. Should I be thankful? Yes, because we live in a beautiful place with four seasons. There are things to be thankful for. And do you know what I'm thinking as you're talking, Soyan? I'm thinking. Oh, 
And you know, I believe that, that you are hurt. And you know what I'm thinking? God, you are preparing Soyan's heart because she is going to have so much compassion for the kids she goes to school with because she knows what it's like to be hurt and she's not going to do that to anybody else. And I thank you, Jesus, that Soyan has hurt and that she can take that hurt and do some good with it. So let's pray. And then, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to Sunday school. We're all going to be in one class because we had a Sunday school teacher that phoned in sick. And I am so thankful, not that she's sick, but that I get to be with everybody today. We've got some fun crafts downstairs. I am so excited. I am so thankful. There is so much to be thankful for today. <laughs> yes, you can keep following me. We're going to pray, and then we're going to walk down that aisle. We're going to high five. And thank God for the person that you're high-fiving, okay? Let's pray. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I am so grateful and thank you for these kids that are here. And I am thankful for the ones that aren't here. And I am thanking you that you are doing a mighty work, whether our feelings are hurt, whether we are going through hard times, whether we are going through good times, we have so much to be grateful for and thankful for. And we thank you and give you all the praise and the glory. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, amen. High five someone. Okay, this is for teacher Sherry. Hmm. You guys don't get to see her face up here quite as much as we do. It's quite, it's quite a lot of fun. Yes, thank you, Sherry. I, you, you bring excitement in the double, in, 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 the, in the worst situations, you bring excitement, you know. When, when we should be feeling bad or down, uh, Sherry, you pick us up. It's wonderful. Uh, we're going to take up our offering this morning. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore... Let us offer to God a sacrifice of praise, praise and thanksgiving. Father, this morning, as we take up our offering, we can praise you. It is an act of praise. It is an act of worship. And so we ask, Father, that you would accept this offering this morning as our thanksgiving to you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.
team for leading us this morning and yes blessed be the name of our Lord God Almighty blessed be his holy name
this morning, I'm just going to ask, what do you think we're going to talk about? See, you already know what I'm going to talk about. I may as well just... Yeah, sermon's <laughs> over. Well, hopefully this morning I can add a little bit to the word thankfulness. And uh, I've entitled the message, Living a Thankful Life. Thankfulness goes far deeper, doesn't it, than just being thankful. It's living. It's living a thankful life. Father, this morning... May we look up to you with thanksgiving. May we appreciate. And Father, where we're lacking, may your spirit speak to us. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. I want to begin with a passage in Luke chapter 17. If you have your Bible and you'd like to follow along, Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. I think most of us are very familiar uh, with the story. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 17. Scripture here in the gospel says, Now Jesus really was with his group, was on the way to Jerusalem. Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When Jesus saw them, he said, Go, show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. I want to ask a question here this morning. What kind of a person would experience God's goodness and God's blessing and then walk away either forgetting or refusing to give thanks? What kind of a person would do that? Just shout it out. One that doesn't know God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. At one time, we all do that, don't we? Selfish person, yes. Entitled. Yeah, the person who doesn't believe. An atheist, right? Uh, the person who's agnostic who says, yes, God works, but we, don't, we can't know him, so why should we thank him for anything? The person who thinks he's self-sufficient, doesn't need God. Ungrateful, yes. Person who may be envious or greedy, doesn't think he's had enough, expects more, right? As born-again Christians, however, we 
recognize God's greatness. We recognize his power. We recognize his love. We recognize his goodness to us. We recognize the grace that he's bestowed upon us, the salvation that we have received. We put our hope and our trust and our faith in God. And so we ought to have this attitude of gratitude. Because of everything we recognize that God has done for us. Ephesians, if you want to turn into to Ephesians with me. Ephesians chapter 5. And I just want to go to the second part of verse 19 and 20. And, and here... Scripture says, sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks to God. Always giving thanks. Dietrich Bonhoeffer uh, made this statement. He says, only those who give thanks for the little thing, for little things received. Uh, let me start again. Only those who give thanks for little things receive big things. He says, we prevent God from giving us the great spiritual gifts he has in store for us because we do not give thanks for the daily gifts. And I think somehow that resounds true. We miss all the little things, but we're asking God for, for big things. And I think when we recognize all the little things God's willing to give us a whole lot more. Thanksgiving is about, really about thankful living. Thanksgiving is about thankful living. The Apostle Paul says, always give thanks to God our Father. Always. No matter what the circumstances, always give thanks. Paul was one of these people who found himself in prison, locked up, possibly his life in danger. And what do they do? They sing. They sing and give praise to God in their circumstances. And then we see God working all kinds of things out for them. Every year we, we celebrate Thanksgiving uh, on, a, on a national level. We gather in our homes with our friends, with our families, with, with people that, that we enjoy. And traditionally we... Of course, uh, along with that comes this traditional meal of, of turkey and, and all the trimmings and everything that goes with it. And, and we, we, we feast. And for one day, out of all of the days of the year, there's this thing that happens and we say, at least on this day we give thanks. At least. Of course, we're supposed to be thankful. But on this Thanksgiving, most people nationally try to give, try, try to give a little thanks for something. They, they dig in and, and they say, well, I've got to be thankful for something. I mean, it is Thanksgiving Day, right? But there are others who are not thankful for anything. We do meet in our homes and we do gather together with family and friends and we eat these delicious foods we fill ourselves up 
And we do put on what I call sometimes plastic faces. And we play this at least game. You know, at least we've had a great meal. Or at least our rent is paid. Or at least this car is still running. <laughs> you know, we, we play this at least game, right? We say this is the least. I think we have to change our attitude. We have to say this, you know. We don't live in a land of the least. We don't live in the land of the least. We live in the land of plenty. We live in a land of riches. We should never, and, and I'm at fault for this too, because it's sort of this habit, you know, you hear other people say something and you follow what they say. We say, well, at least I didn't have a flat tire. <laughs> it, it's just something that's, that's part of our, our vocabulary. But we've got to start changing the way we think. We live in a land of riches, in a land of plenty. And not to think of the least, but think of the blessings, the most that God has given us. Very often we find ourselves, and, and you know, I could say I'm at fault as well, slandering our governments. We tend to do that, don't we? We find fault with them. We, we curse uh, corporations, huge corporations. We, we uh, complain about manufacturers. Um, these are people who employ hundreds and even thousands of people and allow them to have what you have and I have. They are contributing. Service workers... That's an area that, that almost everybody has complaints about. You go to a restaurant and, and you complain about the person who's serving you. You smear their, their, their reputation. And they're trying to do the best for you. They're serving you. We become ungrateful. Even though we're asking them to do something for us. Sometimes we come to a place we say, well, what do I really have to be thankful for? Reminds me of a little situation. When I was in the auto body business, my partner would come into the shop, and usually I would greet him. I would say, good morning, you know. And he would say, what's so good about it? Ungrateful, unthankful. Some time ago, I... I really wanted to find a little bit more about the beginnings of Thanksgiving. And I found that the beginnings were somewhat sketchy. There isn't any real solid thing that says, here is all how it all started, here is how it began, and there's this process. But no matter how we look at Thanksgiving, we find that its beginnings always focused on being thankful to God. The whole celebration revolves around being thankful for what God has given us. Today, maybe the focus has changed a little bit. Today, often when we talk about God, His name is used as a curse word. 
instead of giving thanks and praise. Today, very often, we look at God's blessing, all the wealth that he has given us, and we take it for granted. We actually think we should have more. We look at our needs and our lack of abundance, and we have an outcry. I deserve better. When we really think about thanksgiving, it's not about what we possess. It's not about what we possess. Thanksgiving Day is about God's blessings. It's about God's compassion. It's about God's mercy. It's about God's grace. It's about God reaching out to a very undeserving people. None of us deserve what we have. I don't care how hard we work. We don't deserve God's blessings. You know, I look back and I can say, yes, as a pre-Christian, I did not treat God very well. But even as a Christian, sometimes I don't treat God very well. Sometimes I don't appreciate Him as much as I ought to. And I look today and I say, wow, I deserve God's judgment. And why he hasn't judged me yet, I don't know. Other than the fact that he has compassion. He is patient with us. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. We heard that with Sherry here this morning, right? It doesn't matter whether somebody is bugging you or bothering you or hurting you or you've been hurt. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. We can give thanks. Because we don't often see what the purpose of it is. I'm sure that Job could not understand at the beginning why things were happening. But at the end he understood. It's not about him. It was about God. God's glory. Thanksgiving is the ability to see God's grace in our life. To see God's grace in our lives. I'm going to ask you another question and I want you just to think about it for a few moments. And the question is this, if you could ask God for anything at all, anything at all, what would you ask for? Just think about that for a moment. If you could ask God for anything, anything God said to you, ask anything you want and I will give it to you. What would you ask for? Just shout it out. Salvation. So you'd be asking for healing. Anybody else, anything else that you would ask God for? Yes. Okay, salvation for someone. 
peace. Yes. Revival. These are all great things to ask for. Do you remember the story about, about how God came to Solomon and said, what would you like? And I thought of that when I think of this question. I thought, you know what? I would like what Solomon asked for. Yes. Wisdom and discernment. That would be my answer. But I found an answer that someone else gave. And this person responded this way. He says, it would be to have a greater ability to appreciate all that I now have. A greater ability to appreciate all that I now have. And I thought, wow, that is a great answer. Just to appreciate all that God has given me. Yeah, I want wisdom and I want discernment. I want a lot of things. But just to appreciate God? Wow. I, I think this really reflects a spirit of thanksgiving, doesn't it? To appreciate. No matter what the circumstances, whether hurt or grief or hunger or pain. True thanksgiving is the ability to appreciate God's goodness. The ability to appreciate God's goodness. Gratitude is the centerpiece of Christian living. Gratitude is the centerpiece of Christian living. The gospel is, is very clear. If there's anything that we need to know, it is this. Viewing Christ in the world through thankful eyes draws us towards God. Viewing, viewing Christ and the world through thankful eyes will draw us to God. In that, we find salvation and we find wholeness. The passage that we read earlier this morning as we began the message from Luke chapter 17, we find that Jesus met the lepers on his way on his way to Jerusalem. And after he had met these lepers, he said to them, he merely said, go and show yourselves to the priests. Now the implication here was, was that to these lepers is don't go and hide yourself. Don't stow yourself away somewhere. Uh, don't mope around in your situation. You're not in the worst place that you could possibly be. Don't wait for the priest to come to you and, and put their hands on you and ask for a healing. Go to them, is what he said. Go to them. And as they were on their way, they were healed of this leprosy. Verse 15 and 16 says, Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud, vo loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And then we find that Jesus asks the most crushing question to the one that came back. He says, Where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Now we have to visualize this a little bit, right? Here are ten lepers. 
all in the same position, all in the same condition. All of their lives are being threatened. Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priest. I imagine they went, what kind of a miracle man is this? He just tells us to go and see the priests. But in obedience they go, and as they go, all ten of them are healed. And I imagine as they're walking along, all of a sudden one of them goes, hey, it's gone. The other goes, yeah, I, I'm healed too. And they all, yeah, we're all healed. That's great. And the one says, you know what? This Jesus, he told us to go on the way to see the priest, and he healed us. We should go back. The other nine, well, what are we going back for? We're healed. Everything's good. No, no, we should go back and recognize that this guy made a difference in our lives. Ah, what does it matter? I'm healed. I've got a life to live. And I imagine he tried to convince them to be thankful, but they went on their way. He says, I'm going back. I'm going to see this guy. And he comes back and he falls down at Jesus' feet. And he says, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, today many people receive God's blessing. God's miraculous healing. Many people hear God's voice speaking. Many people, God has given visions about himself and they're ignored. They refuse to respond. They refuse to acknowledge. They refuse to appreciate. Even though God has done this for them. They walk away unthankful. The one that came back, Jesus says to that person, after he gets himself, well, he's still on the ground. We can assume that because Jesus says, rise and go. I don't know how long he was on the ground before, but he, I can just imagine him not only saying thanks, but worshiping him. Jesus says, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. In other words, Jesus says, no, I'm not just talking about the sickness. All ten were healed, but you became well. You became whole because you responded to God's blessing. He came back and because he came back, a greater revelation took place in his life, his salvation. The tragedy, of course, is that the other nine lepers didn't see it. What's insightful here is that the story is not really about the physical healing. The story is about seeing. Seeing Jesus, seeing God. The man saw God and was healed, was made whole. And he turned around and he went back to say thank you. 
Seeing enables people to turn and give thanks. To give thanks. It's an act of coming to Jesus with a heart filled with thankfulness. It's an understanding that they have received God's favor. There's a story of a man named Rob Bryant. After falling from an oil rig, he was paralyzed from the chest down. And he wrote this. He said, though my back was killing me, I knew what, was about, what I was about to do was more important than the pain. He says, I turned to my guests and said, let's pray. And he started to pray. He said, God, I don't know if you caused my accident or just allowed it to happen or what. But if this is what it takes for me to be your servant, then it's all worth it. I've been growing more distance from you over the last five years. I'm ready to come home. I want to thank you for the pain, for the accident, and for everything that I am about to endure through this trial. I want you to make me into a choice servant through all of this. I also want you to make this into a blessing somehow. And someday, I want to do something through all of this that will cause others to look to you in their time of need. And then he states this. He says, during those seconds, a miracle happened. All my bitterness disappeared. He says, I would have occasional bouts with depression. But the bitterness was gone. For the first time in a long time, I knew my prayer would be answered. I was one with God again. I treasure my communion. You know, so often... We read stories like this. But when those stories are close to home, we understand them. Some friends of ours had a son. And I'm going to try to make this story as short as possible. They had a son who was traveling on a motorcycle on the 401 in, around Toronto when he was clipped by a vehicle. He went sprawling on the road and no less than three vehicles rode over him. His body was so twisted up and broken, they had to pump him full of fluids just to unwind his arms and legs so they could see what was damaged. His broken hips, broken legs, broken arms, all kinds of things. He was so broken up that they thought that the infection that would set in would surely kill him. His mother was at his bedside. And she asked him about his position in the Lord, his condition. Where is he? If you've made your peace with God, he was, he was semi-conscious. And when she asked him, he squeezed. And she knew he had made his way back. He had been the Lord's, but had walked away. As far as I know, there was at least 30 or more operations to repair his body. Today, he doesn't have movement in various areas of his body. They're fused together because of the broken bones. 
He has to walk with, I don't know what you call them, they're not crutches, but there's sticks that, a form of crutch, yeah. But the one thing that he says today is if I had to go through this again, I would. Because today I know the Lord. And if it wasn't for that accident, I would never be in that place. But as I was tumbling onto the tarmac of the road, I cried out to God, he says. God brought me back through this accident. Thankfulness holds on to a rightful perspective. These two stories have a right perspective of God. It's about not looking for healing, but it's looking for what God does in your life. It's looking for God's blessing. It's deeper. The nine leopards, for the nine leopards, it was about healing. For the one, it was deeper. It was wholeness. It wasn't looking at the temporary, it was looking at the eternal. You know, we can hop from, from one blessing to another and we can say, thank you, God. And we do that. We have a blessing here, a blessing there. We say, thank you for my home. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my health. Thank you for all of these things. Sometimes it leads us into the nine leopard camp. Because we're thankful for the material blessings or, or all of these other things. But we forget about being thankful for the most important things. For the relationship we have with God. Paul says, be thankful in all circumstances. And I think he says that not with hindsight, but with foresight. Isn't that really what happens sometimes with our thanksgiving? We think about it from the other side. When something has happened, then I'm thankful. I think Paul looks at it with foresight. All the things that are going to happen, I'm thankful for. Harry Emerson Fostick shares a childhood story. He says his mother had him go out and pick a quart of raspberries. But he hated it. He resented it, and when he did it, something came over him. He decided to surprise his family, and he picked two quarts instead of one. And what happened was a new attitude of gratefulness came about, appreciation for his family. It changed everything. What was once a chore suddenly became a joy. It's no longer a chore, and this is what thankfulness does. It changes us from the inside. 
Often we start with this list, as I mentioned. We start with health and family and all of that stuff. And, and, and our list kind of has those things first. And then at the end of the prayer, we thank God for who he is. Isn't that the way it is often? I know I've done that lots. Instead of starting with God and ending with the things that he's given to me, I start with the things he's given me and I end with God. I think God needs to take first place. We have to have a right perspective. Winston Churchill told this story about a sailor who drove into, dove into the icy waters of a Plymouth Harbor to rescue a small boy from drowning. A few days later, his, this brave hero met the boy his, and his mother on the street. The youngster nudged his mother, who remembered having seen this guy before, but unsure as to where she asked him, Are you the man that pulled my little boy out of the water? The sailor grinned, saluted, and answered, Yes, ma'am. He began to think of how he was going to respond to her thanks when she click quickly snapped at him and said, Then where's his cap? It, it is all about an attitude, isn't it? What are we truly thankful for? What are we truly concerned about? Sometimes we can go through life focusing on our troubles and difficulties and be blind to the most precious gifts that God has given us. The hub of Christian faith is thankfulness. The hub of Christian faith is thankfulness. Thankful life is like driving a car. That is what someone said. They said it in this way. They said, the way to this thankful life is like driving a car. You need to keep your eyes on the road, especially in heavy traffic. We try not to be dis distracted. Accidents happen quickly. Living the thankful life is keeping our eyes on the presence of God through God's word, worship, prayer, spiritual discipline, so that it becomes second nature to us. And we're not dangerously distracted by the world's affairs. I like that little example of using it of driving a car. Can we imagine having our faith like driving a car? Always keeping our eyes in the right place? looking at the right things, responding in a proper way. I thought that was a great, great example. We need to be aware. We need to be aware of God's grace. We need to have this deep appreciation in our relationship with God. Now, of course, that doesn't mean we're going to do away with all of the distractions of life. They do come. They do come. But we, what we can do is we can readjust. We can bounce back. We can see God through very thankful eyes. I know today we're talking about thanksgiving over and over. But I wonder if we can really pound it in deep enough. I wonder if we can pound it in deep enough. David Steindrast writes this. He says, the great ones 
in the realm of the spirit are so intensely alive because they are so deeply grateful. Let me just read that again. The great ones in the realm of the spirit are so intensely alive because they are so deeply grateful. Does that sink in? My hope is that for all of us, myself included, that becomes our motto. We are deeply grateful. That Thanksgiving is not just simply a day that we celebrate and say at least. That we see it with all of God's riches. That we may be thankful, not just in our heart, but that we may have thankful living. Thankful living. So this morning, may you be encouraged. May God bless you as you spend time with family, with friends, with loved ones. And may you take that little word least out of your vocabulary. And may you feel and sense God's rich blessing. Father, thank you. Thank you for so much that you have given us. I don't know if we can express it enough. But Lord, you know what's inside of our hearts. And that's really where it counts. We're asking, Father, that you not change so much the outside as you do change the inside. So that from the innermost of our being, we are grateful and thankful. And I know that when it comes from inside, it cannot but be expressed on the outside. So God, thank you. Make us grateful from the inside. Make us bring glory and honor to you because of what we understand and know in our hearts. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Over the mountains and the river run for me and I will open up my heart and let the healer set me free. I'm happy to be in the truth, and I will take it in my hand, for I will always sing of when your love came down, and I could sing of your love. Oh
Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen. Amen. I could see of your love.